Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Eurovision Fast Forward, the show where we take a uh, contemporary look at the Eurovision Song Contest of the future. Um, who am I this week? <laughs> I'm Ellis's uh, bottle of Dr. Pepper that he just opened and into the microphone. <laughs> Jonathan. Man, I am uh, the... I did not hear that at all. Hey, that's good. Oh, maybe you didn't pick up. Well... That, yeah, have brought it up. that might be a joke that no one gets, in which case I am the cream soda half of this Dr. Pepper and cream soda, not sponsored. <laughs> mm. Ellis, that's my that's my name. <laughs> Forgot about that part. Um I feel like I can't choose something that was actually in the in the videos then, but I don't know what else to say. Do you want to be my my uh, can of mango green tea peace tea? Not sponsored? Yes. I don't have a drink around me, so Not I am Jonathan's can of mango green wish. tea peace tea. <laughs> One of these days, Million. we're going to get the goddamn peace tea sponsorship. We've been campaigning outside of peace tea headquarters this is for two, months. We've been angling for it for too long. shows now that heavily involve peace tea. Yes, that was a good uh, preface to the fact that we are talking about our uh, third batch of songs for the Eurovision Song Contest 2021. Uh, these are songs that were released between the 5th of March and the 10th of March. God. Only a five-day period. It was a lot of songs. We're still in the last month. Well, yeah. The, the last song was released on the 15th. Oh. Of March? Yeah. Oh. I'm a little behind. Never mind. <laughs> on this whole thing. But, um, yeah. So, um, do you want to do what we normally do? Uh, do a ranking, whatever that means, whether it's just, like, broad or numerical you're gonna have to give me like 45 seconds but then i'm down okay i can share mine um you're gonna have to give me 45 seconds too i guess hold on <laughs> i do not need 45 seconds go for it um i had i had two favorites this time around mm -hmm. uh israel and italy um i mean i had a couple of liked songs denmark san marino and switzerland and the rest i felt fell flat in comparison interesting okay i so i did a ranking i'm pretty sure i still stand by it uh and it goes in 11th estonia 10th austria 9th portugal 8th greece 7th denmark 6th switzerland 5th serbia 4th australia 3rd san marino 2nd russia 1st italy cool yeah um Bottom tier for me is Estonia, Portugal, Austria. Then above that put Switzerland. Then above that put Greece and Australia. Then above that put Serbia and Denmark. Then above that put Italy and San Marino. And then above that put Russia and Israel. Wow, we're really on the same page with a lot of these. <laughs> I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. That it doesn't happen often, but it does not. It feels good when it does. I'm. This is a good uh, transition into our first song. I'm surprised that uh, Australia wasn't higher on your list, Alice. I guess we're going to talk about it. Yeah. All right. So uh, the first song that we're talking about is uh, Australia's song. So um, Australia internally selected their entry on the 5th of March, and they chose Technicolor by Montaigne. Oh, 
Can I say something that might uh, bother you? Yeah, 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 yeah. The first thing that I thought of when I heard this song was that it seemed like it was a mix of the cranberries and hundred gex. What the fuck? Oh my god, that's a hot take. I don't. I, don't I feel like it sort of disagree. does this, a similar like hyper pop sound. Mm, I, I'm I mean, not it's more sure. diluted you don't really like because one hundred gex. <laughs> what? You you don't really like one hundred gex, right? No, we I'm making a generalization just because. Uh, the limited number of songs I've listened to of theirs sort of have a similar, less. I, I feel, I feel like I can see the similarities in terms of, uh, not necessarily the sound, but like the, the sense of scatteredness. Sensibility, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't agree. Um, Will you treat? Hundred Gex is sacred texts. <laughs> as the as the the member of this podcast who owns a One Hundred Gex T-shirt and um and has the remix album on vinyl, I don't agree. <laughs> but uh, what I'm trying to say is that it's very like folk rock meets hyper pop, uh, but also chaotic. I don't I don't hear hyper pop in this. I'm gonna be honest. That's how she describes the song. Oh, I that's. Know. That's a terrible descriptor. No. <laughs> no. I don't get that at all. Um, the, uh, it, it's much closer to, like, Marina and the Diamonds than it is Hyperpop. I, I, I wouldn't make that compare. Well, I guess I would, but this is better than Marina and the Diamonds. <laughs> it depends on the Marina song. The new one is better than the new one. The new one's terrible. Um, anyway, we're digressing. I haven't even anyway. talked about what I like about this song. No, I, I think this sounds like Aurora. <laughs> I think this. Sounds... I don't know Aurora. Oh no! Yeah. No, no, no. The vocals. Aurora, no. Okay, but there's a lot more to an Aurora song than the vocals. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a. It, I, it's not as good as any given Aurora song. Um. Um. So what I enjoy this song a lot. Um. I sort of like. This is a kind of a recurring theme with a lot of the songs this year of like uh, contained chaos. I feel like this because we talked about that with um, Ukraine. We talked about that with France. I feel like this one trends a little bit more towards chaos than contained. Um, but I think it's paced well. I think her vocal is good. Uh, and yeah, it's a fun pop song. I like it a lot. Um, I'm sure that the the lyrics have meaning. I didn't really pay attention to them. But um, I thought they were. No, I, I thought they were clunky. But oh, I. I, I, thought I guess so I'll hate the song. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think about it, Alice? I'm just, I'm not a fan of this. I don't think it's very good. I don't think it like. I don't. Th- I just don't think it's very good. Like I I like other Montaigne that I've heard. I just like I don't think her vocals are necessarily that strong in the verses. I don't think the production is is very strong i don't i think it could be structured differently like i don't dislike i don't hate it but it's just like it it, it it's so not as good as it could be and how could it be better if it was if it decided whether it wanted to be <laughs> like anything like it, it that it, is it feels like it's being... That's pretty much what I said yeah. as well. Sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off there. Please continue. No, you're all good. It, like, it feels like it's being drawn and quartered. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think that 
Montaigne is a very creative person. And one thing I've noticed about her music is that it's sometimes a little over ambitious and fails in execution. Yeah. And I fear that that might be what happens on stage, too. Um, I yeah no I definitely see what you're saying. <laughs> I'm gonna pass on making any sort of judgments regarding staging when it's not on a weirdly small triangle stage in the middle of a cricket ground. Because like <laughs> I love the that fact was, that this is that at was the absurd. <laughs> I love the yeah. fact that this is at the Sydney Cricket Ground, but the size of the stage compared to the size of the stadium is so comically off. <laughs> It's so small and the the and not centered at all, and cricket grounds are not small buildings. I, like I'm I'm fully passing judgment on staging until I, I can see it on the actual stage, but like, yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. I, I was sorry. I was I was I wasn't judging this staging. I was just oh, saying yeah, that yeah, like yeah. I predict that the staging might be a little bit messy. Yeah. Was she? Did she do Australia last year? Was she the yeah, clown? Yeah, she was the clown. Okay. I didn't yeah. like that song or performance. Yeah, the clown was weird. I don't know. I, th- th- this could be better than it is in a number of different ways. Mm-hmm. I just like, I, I, it's, it's, I'm not great, I think. What about you, Melon? I um, I picked up on a lot of the same things that Ellis noted. Um, you said it was a bit of a sloppy production. I feel like that's due to the recording more it sounds like this is being recorded on a by, tiny stage like, with a cricket ground yeah yeah but it's the <laughs> live like this is the music that's being played through the loudspeakers and then that's being recorded it's oh, not the raw yeah, audio yeah. track yeah she wasn't listening it's not the studio the, yeah. version by any means so the bass felt way too punchy here um and i i see what you mean by uh the kind of levels or the the mixing being not not executed very well but i feel like that could change at eurovision in a different you know uh, setting not don't want to say staging because that implies like the aesthetic aspect but in a different sound design format i guess um also the lyrics were not very creative um i didn't i thought they were a little bit on the on the cringy side especially uh uh, the beginning of every chorus, which was "Let's take off our clothes," oh, which that was totally weird. like ruined the rhyme structure and felt clunky in the song. I don't know. It was it was odd there. <laughs> um, and yeah, like like both Ellis and Jonathan were saying, it it doesn't really stick well to one theme. Like yeah. this song tries to be fast and slow and danceable and. Um, thoughtful in a way and it doesn't do any of those things particularly well yeah i think it's real jack of all trades master of none yeah i i I will say my biggest gripe with the lyrics is that they reminded me of a the new marina song that i touched on briefly or or b Mm -hmm. like boys will be boys by dua lipa um i like just clunky and poorly executed if not necessarily in bad taste um but yeah no like yeah i i i i was enjoying um the weird 90s boy band stabs and the uh instrumental but (laughs) (laughs) i mean but if you want to get nostalgic we've got a much better one (laughs) oh boy do we i'm really excited to talk about that one actually so let's let, let let's move it along this one (laughs) <laughs> okay, could be better. 
We'll see how it does. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, actually, um, one thing I meant to bring up, actually, before we started talking oh, was yeah. um, the running order for the semifinals was released. Ooh, that's oh, important. Awesome. Yes. So, um, Australia is going fifth uh, in the first semifinal. Okay. I have not been mentally tracking who's in what semifinal. Right. Okay. But... So, um, uh, semifinal one is the, the one that people think is a lot tougher than the second. Um, Ooh, I'm worried about this song then. Yeah. So, we have Ukraine, we have Israel, oh, shit. Uh, Ireland, uh, Russia, Lithuania. Oh, shit. Sweden, which is a heavy hitter. Or, I have thoughts about Sweden. Um, <laughs> it's a also, heavy hitter in the sense that it's Sweden. But their song is terrible. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, not this episode, though. Uh, and Malta's also in this one. So I I think the semifinal has a lot of bops that are that are definitely different from it because it's a very unique song. But um, I worry about it just because, like I said, I'm worried that the staging might not be cohesive. Um, and it's going kind of towards the beginning. I think it has a good spot because it's sandwiched between Sweden and Macedonia, which are two kind of ballady sort of nothing songs. Uh, so I think it will stand out, which I think it might have done on its own. This is a long way of, say, way of saying that I'm kind of worried about it, but also it could do really well. It just I think it's down to staging and live performance. Yeah. It's not fucking hyper pop. That's what it says on the Wikipedia page, too. It's so not hyperpop. It's so... Oh, man. Not that hyperpop is a genre that exists, really, but, like, yeah, come it, on. Yeah, on Wikipedia... Not that I'm saying that this is an authority at all. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. saying... Uh, but uh, it says the genre is art pop slash experimental pop slash hyperpop. And I know that Montaigne describes this as, like, kind of like a hyperpop sound. There's nothing Which hyper-pop. I kind of see, but um, I, I'm not as entrenched in that genre as you are. Ellis. Yeah, um, <laughs> Grimble grumble. All right. So um, I think it's time to move on. So we're going to talk about Serbia next. So it was internally selected on the same day, the 5th of March. Uh, and they chose the band Hurricane to perform the song Loco Loco. I love this song. <laughs> oh, yeah, this guy. I did not love this. Oh no. I'll start off with my thing first. Okay, yeah. go for it. I, like this <laughs> this one in Russia to me didn't didn't stand out in the same way that it did for either of you, I think. I love um, Stop It. Russia was so good. <laughs> I thought Russia was kind of boring. <laughs> boring? <laughs> we, well, yeah, it, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to the bridge. Um so Initial thoughts about the song, 
are I've heard it before and it does something unique that I haven't heard before, but I think it failed. It, instead of doing a key change at about two thirds or maybe three quarters of the way through, instead of doing a key change to kind of progress the narrative of the song, it just gets louder. Like the volume of the mix gets louder and it becomes uncomfortable to the point where other kind of the nuance of the instrumental track in the background is kind of drowned out by like this really annoyingly loud vocals and synth synth line. Um, Melon, I hate to interrupt you, but um, what nuance does this instrumental track have? This is just like, a, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe what what maybe what, right. what integrity right. and nuances is, is, is are the vocals really <laughs> compromising here? <laughs> Which is not you, a critique at all. You're absolutely but... <laughs> correct in that. You're absolutely correct. But like before, I don't know, if you're just listening to it purely as a as a music and without kind of the intent of right, dancing, right, right. which is stupid. I guess, why would you do that? Right, absolutely. Um, but if you are, then there's definitely more like texture to the song in the first three quarters or, you know, two thirds or whatever. And then it falls away at the end, which I think is the opposite of how a song should be, right? Things get better at the end of them usually. And that's the hope. Um, I, I didn't like it for that reason, but also it's just not my cup of tea. Like th- this this type of song reminded me of a fair amount of uh, Latin pop and like 2018 American radio. It's got the donka, um, donka. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- yes, it really does. And I was never a huge fan of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just personal taste. I think I think the mixing thing is like a very gripey niche fault um and maybe that's just me i'm saying that to rationalize my my personal distaste for it i think this song fucking goes uh <laughs> okay I, <laughs> um i i think it's high energy it's it's very like a summer it's a song for the summer and i think that we haven't had many of those yet and it's giving us that girl group moment. And there aren't really any other girl groups this year. So I think it'll stand out for that. And I like it for that a lot. Um, I like the little like, I like it when she's like, ha 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 hurricane. Then she says, one, two, <laughs> two girls, girls, come on. on. And and like, I, I like the, um, the one who says that her name is Sonia. She's been to Eurovision before and she's very funny. Oh, really? Yeah, she, um, yeah, it's weird because like, I think that like, the other two don't really speak English, but she's like, she studies like languages at university and she speaks with a super like exaggerated American accent. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're a lot of fun. And um, yeah, I think the song is fun. There isn't really much to it for me. Yeah. Like it's not new or exciting by any means. Yes. But like, it's a very good example of the sort of, subgenre of Eurovision song that it is an example of. Yeah, it's very Eurovision in a good way. Yeah, and it, like it's done well, it's fun, it's a banger. I like that it's in Serbian. Um like it, I I dig it. It's fun. I have mm-hmm. fun when I watch this. Um and also all the all the 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 the, the people in Hurricane look like uh like they look like side characters on the Serbian version of Claws. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a reference I was expecting, but I could see it. <laughs> they um, look like glammed out Holly Generas, I think. From Die Hard. Is. Oh. 
Yeah, I haven't oh, seen interesting. Die Hard. Yeah, I haven't oh, seen my either. God. You haven't seen Die Hard. Okay, <laughs> <No>. that's... <laughs> I'm not a fan of Christmas movies. Um, yeah, I think it's important to note, too, that um, Hurricane is actually, like, a really big band in Serbia, apparently. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, and I've seen, like, videos of them performing live. They're very good. So I have high expectations for, for Eurovision. I don't know, but there's there's other songs that do this, but better. I don't know if I agree. There are a lot of other songs that do this. I don't know if there are other songs that do this better, necessarily. One song came to mind yeah. immediately, but I think it just does it differently. Like, I when you said, like, th- songs that do the same, but better, I thought of San Marino. But yeah, I, I, I feel I, San Marino okay, to yeah, me, no Israel point. a little bit. Israel, not really. Um, okay, not, not more of a stretch there. Yeah. But I think that San Marino yeah. does do it better. It's just that they're different vibes. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, San Marino has, like, right. a rap verse. San Marino's a solo singer. This is, like, I don't know. I, I, see, I view them as different, but I, I do understand that I, this is objectively a worse version of things that are already being done. And you can kind of apply that to, like, music in general. Like, this is just a worse version of a music trend that's kind of outdated. But... Something, something, Eurovision, something, something. Yeah, but... Uh... <laughs> But um, but yeah, I totally see that. Um, is there anything? I don't know. I think you're. I think you're right as well. I'm being too hard on it. No, th- there's there's no such thing as being too hard. These are our opinions, <laughs> and this is a show where we share them. And I'm glad we have something to talk about. Um, speaking of things to talk about, so uh, Serbia is performing ninth uh, in the second semifinal. I think there's a place for this in the final. Oh, I do too. I I I think this is going to qualify. Like this is just fun. Oh, I th- definitely out of that group, I think this song deserves uh, a <laughs> solid, you know, top 5, maybe maybe even higher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cuz I'm thinking cuz like I think San Marino will go through. This is also like as of mid-April when none of the rehearsals have happened yet. I think that San Marino, uh Greece, Moldova, Iceland, Albania, probably, to be honest. Um, Finland, Switzerland, Bulgaria, and then probably, like, Serbia and, and, and like, Denmark or Latvia for me. So, yeah, I think it's very possible that this could get through. Um, a lot of people are kind of poo-pooing this one, but... Um, Man, they don't, they, I see the, they I see don't know how to have fun. I see the potential, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and also, um, who's voting in the semifinal? Okay, Serbia doesn't have a lot of friends because most of the Balkan nations are in the other semifinal, but I have faith in this one. Does that conclude our thoughts? I think so. I think so, yeah. All right, so on the 6th of March, Estonia chose their song. It was the winner of their selection process, Esti Lau, and it was The Lucky One by Uku Suviste. Wonder if it ever crossed your mind That what we had was really unbelievable Unbeatable, a miracle Why'd you have to go and mess it up? Why'd you have to make what was unbreakable? Shakeable, unsavable Now it's too late to cross your fingers I'm wide awake, I'm not a dreamer but it seems the dreams were never true For a little while the fates were with us Wonder where they had to turn against us I can make a wish but there is no use I can feel Even though I'm not the change to 
show me Baby, it's plain that you don't know me When it comes to you, I'm better off alone I don't need a crystal ball to make me Realize that if I stay, you break me Every side is saying I should be gone I should be gone I, this, I mean, I this song will be lucky to get in at all like i feel I, it was lucky to Sis, it'll, it'll, yeah exactly it was lucky to win an internal selection it'll be lucky to get a uh, 15th out of 17th in the semi-final that's all i have to say and let me <laughs> let me tell you something about estonia so estonia always has like an interesting uh, national selection process where i end up liking a number of the songs they always choose the wrong one though like he th this guy pretty much sent the sent the same song to Esti Lau last year and he won with it even though I don't know I don't know why they like him so much uh, this song is pretty like carbon copy Eurovision ballad with some electronic elements um, the staging's boring he's not an exceptional singer yeah, this yeah. Is oh, Jonathan wasn't there a big controversy corner for this one no that was no. Belarus oh okay never mind <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so we'll be getting to that later. Yeah, this is just such such a nothing song. Like it's not actively repulsive. There's just nothing here. It's so exceedingly mediocre. Yeah, and it commits the worst sin that you can at Eurovision in the sense that it's not good or bad, it's just mediocre. And like yeah. I feel like it's much, much, much better to be like actively bad than just actively meh it's much better to be memorable absolutely yeah which this is not definitely aside from like the one bit at the very end where there's a phil collins drum fill over oh the yeah that was kind of fun like that's the only <laughs> thing i remember from this song i thought the staging was cool when the chains dropped down that was it their chains oh I'm i guess there are move on. yeah they're really small <laughs> and like they're all yeah the rest you, of the, the you can only see them when the camera's on him you can't see it from from the audience perspective. Well, yeah, most of the staging is black, so you can't really see them. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. This is performing <laughs> uh, second in the second semifinal between San Marino and Czech Republic. I think this is dead on arrival. <laughs> yeah, this is this is just not it. <laughs> Are we being too harsh, Millen? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I okay. mean, I, I haven't said anything because I don't have anything to say. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's that it evokes that response for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to just leave this one to die. I'm happy about that too. Yeah. All right. So on that same day, notable for having 1.1 thousand dislikes on YouTube. Oh dang, <laughs> that's that's significant. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, on the same day, Denmark chose their song uh, after it had won Dansk Melody Grand Prix, and it is in Danish. Hold on. It is. Uh, Uva Ospa Hinanden. I probably pronounced that wrong. By Fear and Flama. Kjolet er 
about this one? Yeah. Okay. The, okay. First off, hell yeah. Second off, there is a thing. How do I phrase this? So, so the, the 2010s, like, er, started early and then continued throughout looking at you, Able Test Day. Um, but there, there, we, we've had a lot of 80s pastiche synthwave in this decade, which I, I dig. <laughs> I love it. Like, fucking, what's the name of the goddamn movie? Hackerman, Time Traveling Hitler. Kung oh, Fury. Oh, uh, yes. Kung Fury. Excellent film. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of, like, if you look at Kung Fury, you look at Kavinsky, you look at Carpenter Brute, Perturbator, there's a lot of this, like, faux 80s heavy synth stuff that really leans into that synthwave outrun aesthetic, whatever you want to call it. And then it continues, and then, like, to the point where, look at Blinding Lights by the Weekend, that's a synthwave song. That is... A, a, that is nostalgia for the memory of the 80s. This song is just an 80s song. I was like, you, just, I, I thought you were going a different way, and I was going to be like, no, Ellis, this just sounds like a song from the 80s. It's yeah. not like synthwave anything. You put, but you're right. You <laughs> drop this into Eurovision 1987. Even like the staging with the lights, it looks kind of like stagings that they had in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> like, like put this and Shangri La and Socrates oh, on the same show. Completely, yes. And it's like, <laughs> indistinguishable and it's kind of great because of that i i know i thought the exact same thing yes. i think we're all in agreement yes. here with this is like straight out of the late 70s early 80s i found myself missing it like this is this is specifically a eurovision 80s song it, it somehow really got is. that yeah. genre so nailed in this and is it's a... been you know it's been months since we've talked about one of the uh, like older uh, Eurovision performer contests and I was like I, I listening to this song I found myself almost nostalgic for it yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this is a song that is made better by the fact that we have been watching old Eurovision right because we yes, get the reference absolutely yeah. we get the reference we're like oh shit it's I can't remember a single name of a person from the 80s. I mm-hmm. want to say Falco, but that's the guy that made Rock Me Amadeus. <laughs> well, it is kind of that, too. But it is kind <laughs> of like that, too, yeah. Which is kind of great. Um, the song, I'm not sure if the song is necessarily good or anything, but, like, it's fun, and I have fun watching this. And I'm like, hell yeah, you go, Denmark. Yeah, um, for the first time in quite a while, um, I literally everything you said, I co-sign like yeah. it's, it's a song that directly comes out of the <laughs> 80s I think that's fun and cool do I think it's a good song do I like it I don't really know but I had a good time when I was watching it I loved it I don't think <laughs> it's a great song by any means I was uh, I thought it was interesting I went to check it out on Spotify there's a thin layer of auto-tune over all of the vocals oh, which really? feels like like the greasy buildup of Vaseline. It's like, oh, yeah. I can see that this is the same song, but it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Oh, man, no, I was disappointed by that. Well, he's not a singer, right? Didn't you say he was comedian, Ellis? Did I? I thought you said he was on Taskmaster. <laughs> oh, shit, he was. Yeah, this dude might have been on not Bashti Tesh because that's the Swedish version. Um, Hold on. Wait, let me do some research. 
Yeah, he's an actor. Yeah. Yeah, that Yeah, he was on Sigeplayois. No, just kidding. That's not what that is. That's why I've that's why I've seen this before. <laughs> I was I watched this and was like, "Wait, this is really familiar." And now you've reminded me why cuz I Yeah, Jesper Gruff from Danish Taskmaster won the Danish Mel Melody Grand Prix. That's funny. Oh, I love that. But yes, he's an actor mainly, I think. But I don't think his vocals were particularly bad. Live. Oh, no. no. I thought they were I thought they were good. It feels like a bit of a I mean, especially for the kind of almost post-ironic thing they're going for here. Right. But, yeah. It, it uh, suits the song. Yeah, I thought it was great as is. I I was disappointed by the use of autotune. Mm, yeah, that is disappointing. Yeah. Also, um, this 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 could have been uh, a Yugoslavian eighties entry. <laughs> completely, yes. Like not <laughs> not Mangoop, but the That's other one. That's a good one. pull. Um, Ludo Yemi. Yeah, that one. Oh, I love that song. Um, uh, some more things. I think that his the uh, the singer's stage presence is really good, and I think that he he's not a good dancer, but like I like his dancing. The song, <laughs> as I've just discovered by doing brief research on the Taskmaster thing is about how him and the girl that he's crushing on are both bad at dancing. Oh, that's right. Oh, I love that. That's actually really fun. Cute. That's yeah. really cool. That's really cute. Yeah. And do you want to know what makes this entry even cooler? Yeah. I think it's the first time since 1997 that Denmark has sent a song in Danish. Hell yeah. Oh. And speaking of throwbacks to the 80s. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I love did. it. This song just keeps getting better. Yeah, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, damn, that song was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, it's got some, like, emotional, you know, endearing qualities to it, even if it's not a great song in itself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so speaking of that, in terms of the voting, so it is performing last on the second semifinal. That's probably a good thing. It That was a really good favor for this song, because yeah. last in the semifinal almost always qualifies. Hell yeah. And I don't think that people like the song, like the the Eurovision like online presence. Yeah, the Eurovision online I'm not gonna say anything because I am contributing to the Eurovision online presence by this <laughs> podcast, but the Eurovision online presence has some bad opinions. I would I would agree <laughs> with that. Uh and I mean also like the three of us, we're you know, we Relative were Relative outsiders. Well no oh, well I was gonna say that we were not alive in the eighties by any means, but we still oh, sort of true. feel like nostalgic and like pulled toward that and like imagine how what i feel like people who like actually lived in the 80s will feel the same way about that and i think that's a lot of people who are voting at eurovision mm, so i think yeah. that this should do very well yeah i hope so i would like to see this like on i would like to see this on the big stage at rotterdam etc i think this is a qualifier yeah hot take for some of y'all but um anyway all right, so we talked about the first song uh, in Danish to be at Eurovision in over 20 years. Now we're going to talk about the first so song sent by Portugal to ever be in English. Love is on my side. Love is on my side. Love. 
maybe not tonight. Uh, it is Love is on My Side by the Black dude. Mamba. Oh, what a mistake here. Yeah, this kind this of sucks. sounds like Lynn manuel real. Miranda. So... Ah. <laughs> ah. No, no. He looks like Lin-Manuel Miranda, too. He looks too. like Lin-Manuel because he's, he's got the ponytail that he had for the for the Hamilton run that he immediately <laughs> cut after he didn't need to look that like makes, he was from the 17th century. That makes me dislike this even more. It, like, lyrically, the song sounds like it was written by Meatloaf. Nothing, <laughs> Millen, you nothing a- about this song <laughs> appealed to me. Millen, these references are the slaying me. stupid <laughs> hat. <laughs> Oh why, my god. Why I have a I have a burning question. Why the yes. fuck is the first half of this video in black and white? Yeah. I think I it's like it. an annoying thing to be like, oh this is retro vintage song, retro the vintage song filter. Isn't even that retro. Yeah, it has like the ha- latest the, the no, not the latest, the opposite, the earliest that this could be like the earliest that this makes sense for me is like late sixties in terms of Oh, I was gonna say like the two thousands. Like I <laughs> I feel like the production is so clean because we just came from talking about the last song, which was firmly entrenched in like this is an eighties song. I think that's what this is sort of trying to do with like the fifties or something, but I just get like weird, like easy listening jazz R and B two thousands music. It sounds it like sucks, if you man. it sounds like <laughs> if you spayed and or neutered Joe Cocker and just like took out everything that is good about Joe Cocker and left this because it's got some of the it's like <laughs> no, it, no 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 this is much more Jimmy Buffett Joe Cocker's oh. got some some panache to him yeah even, yeah yeah I, I just said that because like, some of the some of the melodic flares remind me of like Joe Cocker's songwriting but mm. this this sounds like something that uh Germany would have sent in the mid two thousands, and that's not a compliment. <laughs> oh, this and is... also like we're 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 getting up to twenty years ago since the mid two thousands. Like this is not okay. <laughs> this is terrible. Because he's he's it's... dressed. He's dressed like the dude from. Who was the dude that we recently covered that looked like uh, Michael Bublé? Was that in two thousand six? We didn't do 2006. Oh my God, I don't no, remember. Did. 2007. I don't know. We did 2007. I don't know who you're talking let me, about. Let me look through. Let me look through my notebook. I'm trying to remember. Wait, because we we covered some, some. Oh, the German guy who like sang about how he hates women. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, it's not in this notebook. It's in a different notebook. But yes, um, I think I. Know. <laughs> yes, him. Yeah, because he's dressed like that dude, except he didn't actually bother to send a crooner song like that dude did. He just whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the hell that was. This dude would get booed off the stage at Woodstock. That is an amazing say. Yeah. Um, and I feel like he's not really the the target audience for Woodstock, <laughs> but but I, yeah, yeah, he would. Yeah. Shockingly, he would get booed off the stage at Woodstock uh, 68 and 99, yeah, or 69 and 99. Correct, correct. Um, yeah, no, this isn't qualifying. Yeah. Also, can I tell you something about this? Yeah. 
So in the twelfth position, we have Portugal. Semifinal two, by the way. Yeah. In the weaker semifinal. Oh wait, I, I misread something. I thought it went right uh, before Finland. Do you remember that one? No. New metal song. Oh. It doesn't. It goes between Albania and Bulgaria, which are two slower songs. So. Ugh, that's gonna be a. That's actually probably worse for it because it's going to be forgotten. stretch of music. <laughs> yeah, I think that this is... Also, like, Portugal struggle in general, even when they have good songs. This is... And also, I'm going to say it. Portugal, I really expected better from you. You've been giving us good songs, except not last year. Maybe you haven't, <laughs> actually. But um, I feel like 20, 2017, 2018, 2019, you were at least giving us something interesting. And something that was very, uh, like, genuinely Portuguese. Well, and they, and, like, and this they is... had good options, too. Remember the, the Redemption one with Passe Parto or whatever? That was Patu? so good, yeah. I think that, that was maybe, so good. I think maybe... Wait, was that the the Parisian one? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And that wasn't chosen, <laughs> and, like, a bad song was. Maybe they just don't know how to... Cho- maybe the, the, the Portuguese people are not choosing the right songs. Portugal and Estonia. Yeah. Gang, gang. They need to take a year off and reassess. <laughs> yeah. Portugal has actually already done that, and the next year they won, so maybe they should do that again. Um, but um, yeah, is that uh, all we have to say about Portugal? No, I've got something to add. I just I just pulled up the uh, Eurovision betting odds website. Ah, uh, yes. And Portugal ranks two spots. No, sorry, three spots above Denmark right now. You disgusting. Well, Denmark is probably like <laughs> in the 30s somewhere, right? People really don't like this song. Denmark's I mean... at 29. Portugal is at. 26 stop no i what? think okay here's here's but my... also like sorry albania is at like 40 or something which is truly ridiculous and should be way higher so here's and my... israel is at 19 and ukraine is at 18 okay so... these odds are those odds are hot trash um and switzerland's at number two regard regardless <laughs> of the fact that the this portuguese song is terrible and is probably not going to do that well it's also more likely to win than denmark's is you know in that, like, no. this is more so the type of song that will win Eurovision rather than Denmark's. Because Denmark's so is bad, the sort of song though, that people man. are like, oh, yes, haha, funny Denmark, you can get third. Uh, yeah, like, I guess. I, I, yeah, I, I think that neither of them. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> by not. any means. This song is not going to qualify. You have a I point. You have a point. Put money that this song is not going to qualify. I'm not actually, because yeah, it's, it's a great a, way to lose money. but Yeah, it's a safe option for sure. Yeah. All right, so after Portugal, we are going to talk about. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't even. I don't know if I'm ready. Flash. Oh my yeah, god! To quote Dua Lipa, we a, we're going to do a full 180. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Italy. This is so on the same night, sixth uh, of March. Uh, the winner of the San Remo Music Festival was announced, and it was Maniskin with the song ZTA Buoni. Loro non sanno di che parlo, vestiti sporchi fra di fango, giallo di siga fra le dita, io con la siga camminando. Scusami ma ci credo tanto, che posso fare questo salto, e anche se la strada è in salita, per questo ora mi sto allenando e buonasera, signore e signori, fuori gli attori, vi conviene toccarvi i coglioni, vi conviene stare zitti e buoni, qui la gente è strana tipo spacciatori, troppe notti stavo chiuso fuori. Molli prendo a calci sti portoni Sguardo in alto tipo scalatori Quindi scusa mamma se sono sempre fuori ma Sono fuori di testa Ma diverso da loro E tu sei fuori di testa 
io Ho scritto pagine e pagine, ho visto sale e poi lacrime Questi uomini in macchina non scalare le rapide Scritto sopra una lapide, in casa mia non c'è Dio Ma se trovi il senso del tempo risalirei dal tuo brio E non c'è vento che fermi la naturale potenza um. Hi, Arctic Monkeys. Didn't expect to see you here. Oh, this is different. This is the... Come on. I, the, the first half of it is... It gets dirtier than Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like... I agree with that. The first chunk of this is like, whoa, it's Italian Arctic yeah, Monkeys. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Mediterranean Monkeys. <laughs> this is... Can I... Can, can I be... Can I be transparent? Fire away. Can I be open? Can I be honest with you on this day? A absolutely. I think this might be the winner of Eurovision Song Contest 2021. Oh my god, it is so good. It for so it's many so reasons. Good. I can't even I don't even know how to get into it. So it uh, uh, I'm at a loss for words. Someone else wanna start? <laughs> yeah, okay. This song is I think the first like strong example of my taste in music that I've seen in Eurovision. Yes. Everything about the music video is just screams oh. like the strokes. And yes. uh, a lot, it's it's this beautiful blend of rap, rock, uh, punk, glam rock. Like, Gla it's very kind of all rock. of these things synthesize, you know, oh, yeah, all these different subgenres of rock that really, you know, don't make much of a difference. I sorry to, <laughs> sorry to annoy anyone, any uh, hardcore fans out there who are all, you know, you know the type. Mm -hmm. um, this Looks song is just. <laughs> you know the type. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Your tone seems very pointed. This song isn't hyper pop. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. And I think the fact that it's in Italian helps the chorus oh, yeah. flow Absolutely. tremendously. This chorus is catchy. It is. It goes hard. This is such a fun song to listen to. I, it is. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. It's... And also, one one thing I think is so interesting is that this has rapping in it. And when, normally, when I hear the phrase like rap rock or like rock songs that have rap in it, I'm just like, "Ew, that's gross." And it usually is. This is done so well, though, and like in a way that's so like actually like legitimate oh, and good. It is it's seamless. It uh, feels. It's not a featured artist. It's the still the lead singer. It yes. doesn't like it doesn't change with the tempo or the pacing of the song at all. It just blends in and out so easily. Right. And I think, and like, like you said, the fact that it's an Italian helps so much because it like the lyrics are like flow so smoothly and just like, it's so good. And, yeah. And like you said, sorry, I feel like I'm just restating everything you said. I agree with what you no, said. No, you are welcome to, but just like, <laughs> yeah, it's an amazing mix of all of these genres. And it's sort of like, it reminds me a lot of like, like glam metal stuff, like, like t-rex and like ugh, so good and i think the visuals in the music video were great i i i like sort of how i love the music video the music video it was amazing killer. so i and also like a small thing that i really loved was that um all of them sort of wore the same outfits and they were all very androgynous which i thought was really cool yeah um and and also like this and the part um in the beginning too when like each of them are in a different box and then like the camera spins around and they all like move into the same box. That was so fucking cool. I didn't describe it that well, but <laughs> I liked it because it was very clearly a practical effect. Yeah, that's cool. And also, I like... don't like it when Eurovision songs go heavy on the visual effects. Looking at you, uh, Estonia 2019. Looking at you, Australia 2019. That was all practical though. 
I mean, there was an LED screen, but every song has an LED screen. There was a gigantic spinning earth. Oh, sorry. Oh. No, 2018. No, no, it was 2018. I forgot about the spinning earth. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. <laughs> um, this song is just like, you know, what, you know what a good word for this song is? Sexy. Or not, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I see it. I see it. You cut out at the word, so I'm not sure what you said. Oh, I said oh. sexy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can get with that. I can get with that. Are you down it feels... Oh, it feels late or mid 2000s in the best way. Not in like that cringy, like, oh, I don't know. This is what I grew up in. So perhaps I should feel nostalgic about it. This feels like that kind of the timeless pioneers timeless. of music that existed in the in the mid 2000s. Absolutely. If and that makes any sense. Yeah. And I think that, yeah. Um, and yeah, sorry, I keep saying, yeah. It's more Linkin Park <laughs> than Limp Bizkit. Oh, I guess, yes. but I wouldn't even say that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that timeless is a good word because, yeah, like you said, it reminds it reminds us of the Strokes, which in and of itself is sort of harkening back to like 60s rock. And also it has like elements of like glam rock and punk and all these things. And yeah, it's it's timeless. And also it's all those things paired with contemporary, like well done production and fun it's yeah it's so fun yeah, we will be just... rocking to this song in the apartment next year absolutely <laughs> the song is oh and I, I, I the part with like the like the eyeballs and the mouth and the cockroach and the c- good cigarette good music right i love it yeah i will say i think i think it loses a little bit of momentum towards the second half of it like like it picks up again at the end, but I think there's like, there's just a moment where it's like, okay, where's the next evolution? Mm-hmm. Um, like it's still good. I think it, it could be structured just a little bit better, but so could every song at Eurovision. Um, yeah, this is, this is a contender. Yeah, this is this is good. Yeah, this could have been a contender, and it still is. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Correct. Um. I I do have a, a little bit of a worry. I'm sort of afraid that at Eurovision they're just going to perform this song like no no bells and whistles, just the band on stage. And I hope they don't do that. Think, oh yeah. I mean, I uh, with the with the charisma that this lead singer is showing in the video, at least, I think they could pull that off. Like I could see that dude like contorting his way across the stage. Yeah, doing, that's like, true. Bleh! Yeah, and at the same time, that by no means means that I want it to be like super crapped up with like a bunch of elements. Like that wouldn't work yeah. either. But like again, like we said, visual effects. Yeah, yeah, so just like maybe like a few fun practical things, and I think that would be good. Yeah, this this would be a, this song could could do for some pyro. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so in terms of uh how it will do, this is automatically qualified to the final. If it oh. Was- Bet. Okay, yeah. Uh, if it did have to qualify, <laughs> it would have done so with ease. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I said, this could very easily be the winner. It's uh, this and uh, France are my two winners currently. We talked about France yet? I forget. Yes, we did. Yes, yeah, the first episode is one of the first songs we talk about. Yeah. Clearly, it uh, made as much of an impact on me as it did <laughs> the both of you. But um, yeah. 
Oh, right. Um, <laughs> I feel like we haven't done the song justice, but I don't know if there's much more to say. I, I, yeah, this is a banger. Go watch the video. It's oh, like please. If you haven't. Half minute song. It's good. Yeah. And um, they performed it live, obviously, because San Remo. Uh, I don't oh, think right. yeah. I don't think it's on YouTube just because they're a little bit stingy about uh, copyright stuff. But um, I have watched the live performance. They're good live. Sweet. This will be fun. This will be fun on the main stage. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's fun, but also it's different, which is something that yeah. we're always in want of at Eurovision. You know what else would be fun on the main stage? Florida. <laughs> Let's get into it. Excellent <laughs> segue. Amazing. All right. So uh, on the 7th of March, Eurovision's favorite micronation, San Marino, <laughs> the disco capital of Europe, announced... Uh, the disco capital of... No, fully. From, from 20... From 2016 to 2020, every single song they chose was a disco song. It was amazing. Anyway, that's not what this is, though. Uh, San Marino did internally select their song, and it was Senate featuring Florida Adrenalina. I'm burning up with afflictions. Give me your full attention. I want you to tame my fire now. Can I, can I just, yeah. So I, I have been a fan of San Marino at the Eurovision Song Contest ever since I started watching it, which was about five years ago. I have been by San Marino's side through thick and thin. I have been, I've been with San Marino when they were the laughing stock of Eurovision the first time they sent Sir Hat. I watched every episode of One in 360. I, 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 it it was a national selection they did. It was awful for so many reasons. Um, I I was with you when you sent it's me Jenny B what you guys what you see I I've 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 been by San Marino's through some tough times and I feel like all my work has finally paid off This is amazing <laughs> First of all Senate is an icon she like just like the looks and also the freaky trip to Rotterdam I feel like we've never like seen like a Eurovision artist do like a, a year long campaign for their Eurovision entry. Uh, do, do explain briefly that has been Senate covering Eurovision songs in weird and freaky ways. Weird and freaky ways, but also with high production value. Oh my goodness, yeah. What was the, the porcelain one? Alcohol is free. Oh my goodness. That's the goodness. best one. If you haven't listened to any of them, watch the alcohol is free one. It is so good. Also, just like I pulling check that alcohol out. is free out of the Eurovision hat. Like pulling, pulling that weird Greek rabbit out of the hat. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and the first one that you did was like this obscure, like, song from belarus like 10 years ago it was weird but anyway it oh my god it's it's just a it's a step in the right direction for them i'm not surprised because then it's an incredible artist it's sort of derivative of um oh everything everything (laughs) but especially sort of like the latin pop that we sometimes criticize i think that this is fun and well done though 
got Flo Rida in it. Yeah, what the fuck? And there's Flo Rida the first it's time got that impact font rendered behind them that oh, crumbles away. Yes, Microsoft was... Word art. Yes. It's got a he Florida is wearing a jacket that literally says just Europe. It's <laughs> I saw that. I, didn't I saw that, that and I wrote beautiful. that. Down. That's amazing. Um Oh god. And I think the worst part is is that we talk about this Florida part, but the rest of it is actually legitimately great. Like oh, the Florida part I can laugh at. I don't think it's that good personally. A meme. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I it's think definitely he, a meme. He does, I think he does a good job on his verse. Oh yeah, he's a legitimate rapper, and he's actually good at it, which is way more than I can say for a lot of people who have rapped at Eurovision. <laughs> Many <laughs> yeah, people who have rapped song... at Eurovision have not had like what is it? He had like six, six songs on the Hot 100 on like the top 40 concurrently. Yeah, Jenny B from Germany, who represented San Marino three years ago, did not have that. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, I mean, but this song stands on its own without his verse. Yeah, he, absolutely. Like, no, that's the true. the aesthetics of the music video are vibrant and colorful and like full of life. Um, oh, I loved it, man. This was good stuff. I love the fact that they had credits at the end of the video. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was so cool. Because <laughs> this video is also like, oh yeah, high production value. Yeah, and it's amazing that like, I don't even know how this happens because Sam Reno doesn't really have taxes i don't think like they're, they're like their public broadcasters don't really have a lot of funding they're so i a mean micro state they're probably loaded no but like their state the state like institutions don't really that's always the problem is that like because they don't really tax anyone all of like the <laughs> all of the state funded things are like don't have any money so it's like oh monaco's not participating this year because of funds and it's just like yeah yeah sure monaco but it's like oh well monaco i guess should, monaco one year should just say fuck it and send the prince yeah, they should. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Vatican should just send uh, the Pope. Oh, 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 yes. Haven't we discussed this pope, before? Pope, 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 pope probably. Eurovision? I'm sure we have. I mean, there are a lot of Catholics. A lot of people will probably vote for it. Pope. pope oh, yeah. Pope, pope, pope. Um, he might not get the warmest reception among uh, the... The gays. The gays. <laughs> Rightfully so. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think this is... Yeah, it's really well done. And it's... Uh, a lot of people are surprised that this is coming from San Marino, and I am too, just because I feel like the appeal of San Marino at Eurovision is usually that they send a kitschy, sort of disco-y, like, objectively bad song that is kind of fun, and then nobody votes for it. Say na-na-na. Very that, except people voted for that one. Uh, but this is just, like, undeniably, like, well done. I keep saying well done, but it is. Yeah. Like, great vocal performance, <laughs> great production, super catchy. And also, she celebrated this by jumping out of an airplane. That's awesome. Like, sure. she was like, oh, like my European song coming out tomorrow, do... let's skydive. Uh, hell yeah. You go, Sen. She Live cannot your do any wrong. All right. So, um, this is interesting. So, San Marino is going to be performing first in the second semifinal. Yeah, they'll, they'll be fine. No, I think it's a good spot for it because I think it'll be a great way to, like, Great energy to start with. Yeah, this is a good starter because it gets everyone hype. Gets everybody like, "Woo, flow rider!" Yeah, and guess Dale. what? And guess what That's comes after this? Uh, <laughs> <Iceland>. Estonia. <laughs> Rip Estonia! Holy yeah, shit. fuck. Um, so I think that this is sailing through with no problem. Uh, in the final, uh, top ten or top ten adjacent, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't disagree in the slightest. It's pretty. 
It goes hard. It does go hard. Yeah. Um, am I gonna say? Oh, I, I, I'm gonna do a like a like a double Italian Peninsula. Uh, effort for uh this episode's that honks. Mm. <laughs> so Italy, San Marino, yeah. that honks. Yeah, positive. Honk. I don't. Dude, I'm surprised you're not going for the the showstopper, the the next one, ultimate song in this collection. What do you? I mean? thought you were. I thought you would say Israel honks. I thought you were oh, going to reserve it. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I I'm, I won't go that far. Ooh. I do like it though. Ooh. I do like it a lot. But um, Sorry no, it's God. it's Italy and San Marino, and actually this next song coming up, which is uh, Russia. So uh, we have uh, this year. Um, a weirdly like last minute organized national final that happened on the 9th or sorry, the 8th of March. And the song that they chose as the winner of. Oh, Christ. Oh, Evro, Evrovidnie 2021. Otbor. And it was. Good job. Good job. Russian woman by Manija. Hello, it is me, Ellis, Ellis, noted um, Little Big enthusiast, noted dude who was disappointed when Little Big said they would not be little nor big at Eurovision. This goes, this goes, this really goes. I went into this being like, hmm, I can't wait to open my notebook and write down this is neither little nor big. And but then, it is. And then, and then, what's your name? Uh, Manisha mm-hmm. showed up, and I was like, oh, never mind, this goes. Mm-hmm. This is really good. I like this song a lot. And can I say something about Manisha? Yeah. I am obsessed with her. She is really fucking cool. LGBTQ activist in the Russia. Yeah, which like, yeah. which like, for like us in America, it's like, if you're not, if you don't like gay people, then like, that's kind of the minority, I feel. Maybe that's reductive. But like, I guess, <laughs> I, what, I, what I'm trying to say is that like, if you're a public figure and you support LGBT rights, that's not like subversive really anymore. Again, that might also be kind of reductive, but I feel like, but it's absolutely not the same way in Russia. And I think that that's notable that she is a huge ally to the LGBT community. And also, 
she's um her family she's tajik she comes from tajikistan and she's a muslim which again are sort of identities that aren't really uh you know, encouraged or appreciated in mainstream Russia and Russian government. So I think it's really notable that she's representing Russia, singing the song about Russian women's empowerment uh, on an international stage. And she's great. Oh, she has a great stage presence. She is she's a great singer. Awesome. And also just the instrumentation is so fun. It's very, it's distinctly Russian, but also it's very like, it's like very hype. It's very, you know, it's, it, it, I, I, I understand the criticism that it's a little bit all over the place and that a lot of the parts of the song seem disparate, but I, I don't really care about that. I think yeah. it's I think it's a fun song. <laughs> as as someone who, again, little big enthusiast, it's okay when your songs are all over the place. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and she's facing a lot of like opposition from like people in Russia. They can get stuffed. This is great. Exactly. This is, yeah. This is. Yeah. Okay, okay. One, her stage presence is top, unparalleled. She is just like cannot look away. She's a just fills it up. Great performer, like great facial expressions. Just and also great the way movement, the way it starts where it's like and then she's like goes like, oh, so good, yeah, so um, good. It's it's real good and like. A very expressive singer yes, rapper. Yes. Like you can like really hear her going like. Oh, she kind of looks like Rose Matafeo. I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> like when she did like the thing with her eyes when she was yeah, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, which again, Rose Matafeo enthusiast, big fan of that. Yeah. Um, I also love the backup the backup singers that are halfway between hype men and gregorian monks yes they're great like they're, 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 there's a bit like two-thirds of the way through where she's doing like a spoken word thing and they're going oh, yeah. they're mirroring the spoken word but in a really low gregorian monk sort of voice yeah. it's the oh i love this dude i really like this i again on the exact same page as you unusual um Okay, Millen, bring us back down to earth. Why do you hate this one? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't hate it. I Yay. fully understand the hype around it. I love the bridge part where it, uh, maybe it's not a bridge because it happens twice, but it's like that choral section. Yes. Love that. I just didn't really like the rest of the song. There's nothing I hated about it. She's got an amazing attitude. I love the message. I think the writing was fine. I think the music was fine. I just didn't like it. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's fine. All I, I'm okay. sorry. That's like I can't even contribute. No, yeah, no, you're totally fine. I think that productively also, to that to that discussion. <laughs> also, I think that like I don't know. Like I feel like you, like I feel like in general, like if you don't like something, sometimes you just don't like it, and you don't have to justify it, and that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but uh, another thing I wanted to bring up was. Um, Thinking about this entry in like the context of recent Russian entries, I think is interesting because Russia loves to send like a vague message song that ultimately means nothing. I thought you were gonna say they love to send Sergei Lazarev. Oh, they do love that too. But like, I'm thinking of like they had a song in 2015 that was like 
It was called A Million Voices, and it was about, like, why can't we just have world peace? And it's like, I think you that... You just invaded Ukraine. You just invaded Ukraine. They literally couldn't participate in Eurovision that year because of that. Shut the fuck up. And then, like, they sent another song called um, I Won't Break, which that was really messy for a lot of reasons. But, um, yeah, it was just, like, a super generic message song that ultimately meant nothing. And I think it's cool that they're moving in this direction where they're showcasing a lot of diverse... Or not a lot, but just, like, this... Incredible well, performer sending a song that has an actual tangible message that means something. Yeah. Because, I, I, again, I'll say it again. Love Little Big. That song means absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah. And, like, <laughs> n- not every song needs to mean anything. I just, yeah, like, yeah, don't yeah. like it when songs are, like, it's just so inspirational and, like, beautiful. But, like, what's it actually about? Tell me yeah. what it's about. Because if it's, like, if it's not about anything, then, like, it's not really, like, doing anything like you think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, I maybe not quite this next song but i think that next this next song we're going to talk about has a little bit of that in it oh yeah um i'm really uh into not talking about that one very much at all but um before we do that me too (laughs) um russia is performing in the first semifinal in the third position oh man that 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 semi is stacked dude it's stacked and um Okay, so it's performing third between Slovenia and Sweden, which are two kind of downer songs. So I think it'll stand that out. That's good. Um, I think this one might be kind of polarizing for a lot of reasons. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, the only talk that I've heard about it is, is all been positive, like online and such. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, and also, um, like the discussions in the lead up to Eurovision never really dictates what actually happens because the vast majority of voters are people who have never seen these songs before, before the night. So I don't know. I think it should do well. It's really high impact and it. It's entertaining and all the things we've already said. So I hope it does. And I think it should. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, very briefly, we're going to talk about this next song. Uh, it was selected. Oh, actually, no, before we're going to do that, uh, we're going to talk about Belarus. Oh, yes. Bestow upon me the tale of the Belarusian entry, Jonathan. I will. So um, on the 9th of... Actually, you know what? uh, No, okay. So um, really quick disclaimer. So um, before I do this, I am going to give a brief overview of the conflict that's currently happening in Belarus uh, so that we can sort of understand the context of Belarus's disqualified Eurovision entry. Uh, so if it seems reductive in any way, I apologize. I'm not an authority on this. And also, um, I'm not attempting to give a, uh, like a comprehensive analysis of uh, sort of the political unrest in this country right now. And if you would like to read some resources on that, which I encourage you to do, I'll include some in the show notes. But um, so, yeah, uh, Alexander Lukashenko, who we've talked about on the show before. Uh, took presidential office in 1994 in Belarus and has maintained power ever since, as of the 16th of April, 2021. All right, so um, to quote uh, an article from the BBC, uh, quote, often described as Europe's last dictator, he has tried to preserve elements of Soviet communism. Much of manufacturing has remained under state control and main media channels have been loyal to the government. The powerful secret police is even still called the KGB, end quote. Also for context, I've fact-checked all of this because... No news sources really that reliable. And uh, from what I can understand, this is true. All right. So in the lead up to the 2021 election, two of his opponent's candidates uh, were jailed and the other one fled the country. Uh, And in response to this, Svetlana Tikhanovskaya, who was an English teacher and the wife of one of the imprisoned opposition candidates, registered as a candidate after the arrests. Uh, 
uh, in the state authorized election results, it was shown that Lukashenko won in a landslide of 80% of the vote with Tikhonovskaya getting about 10%. In a response to this, Tikhonovskaya said, we supporters of change are in the majority. There is documented evidence, protocol copies where commissions counted the votes fairly. Support for me amounted to 60 to 70% and 90% even in Novaya Borovaya, a neighborhood in Northeast Minsk. Belarusians will never again want to live with the old authorities, end quote. The decision caused mass, caused mass, I didn't write this correctly. <laughs> the decision caused mass peaceful protests in Belarus, which were violently intervened uh, with by police who fired rubber bullets, tear gas, and stun grenades on the peaceful protesters. It's estimated that thousands were arrested across the country inspired by this. Tikhonovskaya, who at this time is in exile or was in exile in Lithuania with her children, organized a council to facilitate peaceful transition of power and urged international organizations, such as the UN, to urge Lukashenko to step down. Lukashenko's administration deta detained and questioned members of Tikhonovskaya's committee. The Belarusian state at this time was trying to systematically dismantle it. From what I can understand, since last summer, the political change situation has not changed greatly, in spite of admirable and brave efforts from protesters and political opponents. Lukashenko is still president, again, as of the day of recording. In the run-up to the Belarusian elections in August of 2020, last year's Belarusian representatives at Eurovision, the band Val, openly supported their voice... I can't talk today. Openly voiced their support of Tikhonovskaya and the Belarusian democracy movement. On September 24th, 2020, Val stated in an independent interview that they had not been allowed to interact with the media according to their contract with the broadcaster of Belarus that's in charge of their Eurovision entries. The next day, BTRC, the broadcaster, confirmed that they would not be selecting Val internally as their Eurovision 2021 entry, citing that the duo, the duo had no conscience. On March 9th, the band Galaxies Mesta was chosen as the act to represent Belarus at the ESC 2021 with their song Yanauchu Tebia, I'll Teach You, which was entirely in Russian. The lyrics of the song have been read by many as a sarcastic ridicule of Belarusian pro-democracy ideology. This led to calls for disqualification. On the 11th of March, the EBU released a statement in which they stated, quote, it was concluded that the Belarusian song puts the non-political nature of the contest into question. In addition, recent reactions to the proposed entry risk bringing the reputation of the ESC into disrepute. The EBU ordered the Belarusian broadcaster to rework the lyrics of the song or choose a new one entirely. About the controversy, President Lukashenko said, quote, they are starting to press us on all fronts, even at Eurovision, I see. What are these guys there? Well, they just added authority to them. And as they say, good PR. Well, if anything, we'll make a new song. No question. The broadcaster sent a new song on the 26th called Peznia Pro Zaitsev, uh, which is Russian for a song about hares, the animal, uh, which was also performed by the same band. It was disqualified for the same reasons as their first song, which subsequently led to a disqualification of the country entirely from the Eurovision Song Contest 2021. Wait, so they can get... Is there like a three strikes and you're out kind of thing? Or I don't really why know. Why not? Um, I, I, I assume that just like, I don't know if that's a rule, but uh, I can understand just disqualifying them after two attempts of having overtly political lyrics. <laughs> that's fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially since like, I didn't really know about a lot of the conflict in Belarus. Yeah, no, I, the, I have heard more of it through this than i have other sources and maybe that's a sign of me not reading enough news uh well but... to be fair i mean our country has kind of been going through yeah we've been... not exactly the same but similar we, things in the been... same time frame <laughs> so... dealing with a little bit of our own shit um yeah but yeah no that's that is wild um yeah and i i thought it was important to bring up just because 
I think talking about the conflict is important and also like I think it's I mean I, I think that we sort of joke about how we talk about geopolitics more than the average Eurovision podcast but I think it's interesting <laughs> you know yeah no and definitely yeah and it's interesting sort of how politics or how Eurovision can sort of act as sort of like a microcosm for things that are happening in the real world which yeah. is definitely the case mm-hmm. with this I think oh boy all right so uh the day after the Belarusian proposed Belarusian entry was chosen uh Austria chose their song on the 10th of March it was an internal selection and it was the song Amen the second song this year that's called Amen uh oh, by God. who was this by uh Victor uh, no Vincent Bueno Vincent Bueno I so deeply do not care. Yeah, this is just like a copy. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, go for it. I was going to say that this is just like a copy-paste Eurovision soulless ballad with lyrics that don't really mean anything. And I don't know. I couldn't tell if he was talking about an actual, like, death in his family at first. He is. Spoiler. Oh, no, I thought, it sounds like he's talking about a like breaking getting up. out of a toxic relationship. Yeah. No, I I did a brief Google because I was I didn't I didn't hear an Austrian accent, and so I was like, "Is this dude actually Austrian?" He is, and I can't remember specific. But it, it is here. Let me do some <laughs> Google. Because I interpreted like the funeral stuff as like symbolic of a relationship ending um, yeah i did too because it sounded like i don't know maybe that's the he was thinking about the grief process and kind of the coming to acceptance but yeah maybe it sounded to me at, at least like he was saying you know i hope you're happy somewhere else as in not in this relationship yeah it sort of seems spiteful which is sort of what yeah, I, yeah. it did <laughs> which would be very confusing if it were about the loss of a loved one. Okay, maybe I made that up. I swear that I. Where I mean, it very well could be. I, I I haven't done my research. I don't know. I read. I God. I thought I read something about it being about a death in the family, but now I can't work out where i read that sounded more like a film soundtrack than a eurovision song that's a good yeah it sounds like it could have been in um uh uh what goddamn circus motherfucker oh fuck uh greatest showman do you know what's weird do you know what the first movie i thought of when you said it could be a movie soundtrack what con air avenger (laughs) 
on air con air with nick cage oh because it sort of reminds i don't know if i've seen that <laughs> oh it's it's a it's like a plane hijacking movie which was released a year before 9-11 but um it reminds me of a song that was in that total non sequitur anyway um <laughs> I think oh. that I think the the fact that we're not actually talking about the song throughout any of this is an indication of the content and the quality of it. Um, I believe one of his daughters passed away. Oh, whoa! Yeah, that's crazy. That does not come across in the song. I didn't get that either. Yeah, but in that case, very sorry for your loss, Vincent Bueno. Yeah, maybe like the spiteful stuff was sort of directed towards like a higher power. Maybe. This song warrants more analysis, but not in this context. It warrants more analysis, but it really is not like interesting enough for you to want to actually analyze it more, you know? Yeah, it leaves me wanting more. Um, so this is going fifth in the semifinal too. And I think uh, I don't see it for Austria at this moment in time. Yeah, I would, I would, I would agree with that. Okay, so we have two, three songs left, and the next song we're going for is one that was chosen on the same day as Austria, the tenth of March. It was an internal selection, and it was of Stefania with the song "Last Dance." Some of y'all are really living for this song. Really? I'm not there yet. I think it's repetitive. I think it's sort of... I think it's a, a sort of a poor attempt at the synth-pop thing. It's a poor attempt at drum and bass is what it is. Yeah, that too. And I, I don't want to be super critical because I... And I, I was gonna, I also was going to say I don't really like the lyrics either. Stefania is very young. I think she's about 17. Which, this is kind of a... I don't want to say it's, well, it's all kind of juvenile, I think. And I guess that makes sense because she's a young artist. But, um, I don't know. That's not really my thing. And I think that there are songs this year that do something similar, but in a better way. What they need to do. Here, I'll, I'll tell you how you fix this song. You unsubmit it from Eurovision. You give it to High Contrast. You tell High Contrast, hey, can you get me a remix of this? And like, uh, here, have a month, give me a remix. And then you submit that to Eurovision instead. And it will be much more successful. I think I like this. But I would have, I, I could, I will, would have liked it more if this and this and this and this. Like, give this harder drums why are the drums in this song so weak come on 
It's like, ah. Can I tell you some things that I've discovered on her Wikipedia page? Yeah. All right. So she is a Greek Dutch singer, voice actress, and YouTuber. Oh, no. She is a former member of the girl group Kisses, which represented the Netherlands at the Junior Eurovision Song Contest 2016. And she was on The Voice Kids of Netherlands. Of course she's a YouTuber. Yeah, this is kind of basic. I don't know. I think it's pretty high on the odds as well. Yeah. I... I, Nah. Nah, this isn't it. Like, this could be good, but it's not. It's a tenth in the odds. Ew. But also, it's right below Norway, which is ninth, which is also absurd. So, I don't know. Okay, I also don't like it. I was I was way more uh, confused by the music video than I had the capacity to pay attention to the music. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of absurd visuals, yeah. Yeah. It's in the second semifinal. I think it's borderline if the staging's right, but... Um, yeah, I, don't, I, I really don't know. don't know how they're going to convert this batshit music video into staging this seems like a weird song in general just from like a audio standpoint to sort of translate to the eurovision stage though yeah i don't know hopefully it'll be good yeah i'm i, I want to be optimistic about it um all right uh do you want to talk about uh the next song so we're going to talk about our last uh uh, uh, uh the, the word left my brain new song yeah the the last original song uh, of the podcast so uh, on the same day switzerland eternally selected their entry and it was tout univers by guillaume's tears suit that got sent out in the tesla when elon musk was flexing (laughs) what i don't know if i know about that remember when elon musk sent a tesla roadster into orbit i do yeah yeah this also has a car in orbit around the sun oh very true i wonder if this guy's ever released an nft (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um i struggle with this one a little bit just because i think it's a little bit overly pretentious yeah um I think it takes itself a little bit too seriously, which I don't always like at Eurovision. Part of this is uh, informed by sort of the response to this song. This is a lot of people's favorite songs of the entire year, and it's currently number two in the odds. Why? I don't really know, just because... I don't know if this is necessarily a fair comparison, but I think that... I mean, France is sending a French-language ballad, too, and I think it's just so much more interesting and unique and has more references in a kind of like a clear a clearer perspective and yeah i don't know i think that this song is a little 
yeah, it's a little pretentious, and I... And it's kind of boring a little bit, too. I think a lot of what is good about the song hinges on the singer. And I, he, he's a good vocalist. I imagine he'll be able to hit all the notes in the in, in the live version of this, but... Is that Jean? Yeah, that's Gajan. Um But... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the song's really for me. I don't. Know. I think the the for the fact that the artist or group's name is Jean's Tears is a little bit sad, boy. You know. And it, it yeah. and I know that the story behind the name is that um, it's something really stupid that rubbed me the wrong way. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you my <laughs> thoughts on it briefly while Jonathan looks that up. Um. Oh, so it, sorry. Oh yeah, no, go for it. So his. His his real name is Gion, uh, and apparently the first time he sang in front of his grandfather, his grandfather cried, and that's why he calls himself Gion's Tears. Sure, okay, that's <laughs> dumb. <laughs> that's, um, okay, the sure okay is how I feel about this song. Oh my god, that's so spot on. <laughs> that yes. Oh my god, and this like this music video is like so like. What even is this? Like, it's like a weird, like psychedelic, like car crash. It's, I don't, uh, I don't get it. It's a, a worse version of the music video for the Scientist by Coldplay. Or um, <laughs> I also do you know the music video for All Day I Dream About Sex by Corn? No. Um, that also that has, is a that's wow. so different that's... than from the Scientist by Coldplay. Well, no, it it also has a car crash, but it's like, it's like. The, it's like these kids who die in a car crash on their way to prom, but then they come back as like zombies and they dance to corn. It's a lot. Oh. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Um, Pioneers of new metal, just like this song, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. No, I, th- this song is okay. It's like, it doesn't suck. And that's about the best thing I can say about it. Yeah. I actually know. The, I, the I, I there are some. The best thing there I are some moments. That, oh, sorry. The best thing I can say is that the climax is a nice climax. Oh, true, true, true. Um, I agree. But I don't know. There's nothing, nothing, nothing overly exciting. There are some points that sound like he's singing over uh, a massive, a massive attack song, and there are some points where it sounds like he's singing over an Adam Silvestri soundtrack or score music, like mm. film score. What is Adam Silvestri? Both of which. Done? He did uh, Nova and The Avengers. Oh, bet. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Nova like um, the PBS show? Yeah, Nova like the PBS okay, show. Okay, cool. I dig it. <laughs> or maybe, sorry, maybe it's Cosmos. I forget which one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Either way. Yes. Uh, so I don't think that's bad in, in any way, but it is certainly not attention-grabbing. Yeah. It, it's not. Yeah. It's not beautiful, which is what a ballad needs to be. I think it is. I think his vocal gives you that kind of. Oh, okay. His vocals are very good, but like as a whole, the composition and I don't know. Yeah, it's a little bit um like amorphous. Like it doesn't really, like it doesn't really feel like a song. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> Melon, you mentioned briefly Massive Attack. This ain't mm-hmm. got shit on Unfinished Sympathy. I'll tell you that right now. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of confused about the response to the song. I don't yeah. really get it. And like, even like, um, his song last year was I, I liked it better than this, but I didn't think it was anything too amazing. And it was like number one at the odds. It was crazy. Um, but anyway, uh, this song is performing in the second semifinal, 
uh, in the 16th position between Latvia and Denmark, which I think is a really weird spot for it. Um, oh. And Latvia is a super like high energy, like hype song. So I don't, it's kind of weird. Um, I think this is going to qualify with ease based on what I've heard from people. Maybe it'll flop though. Who knows? I mean, even without the, even without that knowledge, I did write down in my notes. Oh, this is probably going to qualify. So like, yeah, it should. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's good. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't have that the uh, emotional attachment that a lot of other Eurovision fans seems to ha- seem to have. Yeah, I'm on the same page with you for that. Um. Yeah, so we're gonna close out uh, today talking about a song we've already mentioned. However, it was uh, there's a remix, so we're talking about uh, the revamp of Israel's song that dropped kind of recently. Um, and let me just tell you, I I wasn't a huge fan of this song at first. Uh, this is this elevated it so so much more than I thought was possible. That's a fat baseline. Oh, it is. <laughs> The production's great. And also, important to note that if she hits uh, those uh, whistle tones on the live stage, it'll be the highest note ever to be sung at Eurovision. So that's that is an impressive. That is an impressive record. Yeah. So impressive and so unnecessary. Oh, I kind of like it. There, there was a song. Um, uh, they that... worked in the song much better than I expected them to. I thought it worked pretty well too. There was a song yeah, that was... I thought I would be annoyed by it, but I thought I was not. Mm, there was a song that was trying to represent uh, Norway this year that had a really out of place whistle tone moment, and I was like, "You have to know when to use it." And I think that I think that this is an appropriate whistle tone. And also, um, my favorite part about this is like the part that I didn't like about one of the parts I didn't like about the um, original one, where she was like, "Uh, uh, uh, oh." I'm a make it on my... That doesn't have this, and they reworked it and made it better. Also, the looks. Thought... The looks. Oh my god, the fits were amazing. <laughs> the, the 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 like the Swarovski crystal uh, mesh bodysuit, the pink pantsuit. Oh, girl, the, it was the pink. Uh, the pink like sundress with the frilly leg, the frilly thing going down one leg. Yes, that was so cool. And also, this is what this is what Eden deserves. We know that Eden can perform. She is a singer. She is a performer. We 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 saw she's, she's good. Yeah, no, we saw Fecker Labee. We saw uh, Roots. We know what she's capable of, and this is the type of song she deserves. And I'm so happy to see it. I thought that the mix did something really really uh, subtle in terms of the pacing that just made the whole thing feel so much more alive. Like they cut out a good portion of the intro, um, which, you know, you you kind of hop into the uh, the meat of this song more quickly. And mm. I thought that was well done. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, the choreography. There's this oh. one point in the choreography that, like, it was moves straight out of TikTok. And I think if they're <laughs> angling for that TikTok dance ability with you know a choreography that kind of borrows from the app in a sense that's that's really cool marketing you know more power to him gives the side uh, eye at dotty frayer oh <laughs> yeah. yeah very much so just today um, um senate released a video of like this is how to rock the uh adrenalina choreography before it gets on the eurovision stage and it was like 
Yeah, Dot Dottie's got a ten minute long video on. No, I know that that was uh, that's kind of the point of his entire song. Yeah, (laughs) to make another TikTok dance. I banger though. We'll get there. We'll get. We'll get there. Um, (laughs) my one slight gripe with this is that so there's the part where um it sort of slows down for a build up, and I like that they do that. However, the first line of the slowdown is "I'm so awesome, come and get some," and I fucking hate that line (laughs) so much. And now it's like highlighted because it's like at this very like vulnerable like slow part uh but very minor again she's also a very young artist so like cringy lyrics are like kind of excusable for me yeah yeah so um i think i uh before when we were talking about it i said that this was kind of a borderline qualifier for me especially since it's in the first semifinal. this is this is going. i yeah this is this is not not going this i should say that a better way this is def- i i think that this is gonna be in the final Absolutely. I mean, it totally deserves it. She's had a strong uh, history with Eurovision, mm-hmm. you know, even in the redemption case. Right, um, right. I think, I think this song, I would say this song honks. I, I'm surprised that you didn't earlier. This, this song knows how to have fun, I think. Oh, agreed. Mm-hmm. And there's some, what's the song that doesn't know how to have fun? Oh my God. That we've talked about. The, uh, Switzerland right before it that's a song that doesn't know how to have fun well I, I don't think it's trying to have fun that that's true okay that's fun. true maybe uh, Germany doesn't know how to have fun nah Germany's having fun in their own way yeah but just maybe not the way that I would <laughs> <laughs> to be truthful yeah so is that everything we have to say about Israel I think so alright awesome so those are all the songs we're going to cover this week and um if you've been keeping up, that means that we are going to talk about the last 10 songs uh, next time. And we'll also talk about uh, the revamp of the Ukrainian song and the revamp of the Albanian song. So get excited for that. Uh, Woohoo. It, yeah. Uh, and uh, with that, I've been Jonathan. I've been Alice. I will continue to be Millen. And we'll see you next time. Bye.